0: How to Relax and Change Everything from the author of Relationship. Are you sure you want one? Brendan Watt on episode number 175 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller.
1: When I see things like that, I'm like, oh, I'm... That is what brings me the most joy in this world. It's somebody to... Go from thinking there is no hope to going, oh, wow, none of that was actually my fault and I'm not wrong and maybe I am on this planet right now to be a gift and maybe I am different and that's okay.
2: Hi, this is Joe Sanok, the author of Thursday is the New Friday, where I help you work fewer hours, make more money and spend time doing what you want. Dr. Brad Miller is here with you on the Beyond Adversity podcast, helping you to crush adversity and achieve peace, prosperity, and purpose. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful. And this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity and purpose. Now here's Dr. Brad.
0: Hello, good people. Welcome to Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller. What a privilege and a pleasure it is to have you here to join me today on episode number 175. We are all about here on our podcast, Beyond Adversity, helping you to navigate adverse life conditions, depression, divorce, disease, debt, death, we call them the five Ds, and get through to a place of peace, prosperity, and purpose. We call that process growing through what you go through. You can always head over to drbradmiller.com where we have over 170 episodes of this podcast, which are designed to help you get through whatever it is you are going, going through. We've got a free gift for you there, and we're here to be helpful to you in your process of overcoming adverse life. Conditions. Let me ask you a question. If you could uncomplicate your life, all the confusion, all the problems, all the distress, all the stuff that you're going through, if you could uncomplicate it with just one choice, one decision, would you do that? Would you do that? Adversity, we often think, and problems in life often we think are just pile up and stack up on us. And that's true to some great degree. But perhaps, just perhaps, a response or a solution to your problems is a little simpler than we might think. Our guest today is Brendan Watt. He, in his life, was just messed up. His personal life was a mess. His finances were a mess. His health was a mess. He had had addictive uh, situations he was dealing with. And so he w- he just says he was about low as low can be when he made some decisions to simplify his life about making simple relationship changes to access a sense of his own Consciousness. And now he's all about inspiring others to make the change as well. He has a tenacious desire to change the world. And he is known for his kindness and his awe inspiring facilitation of helping people sort out the complicated matters in their life and to be something different, to know that anything is possible. If you access your consciousness and do not go through life, unconsciously. He's about transforming his life from a tradesman and a single dad to now a global speaker and the author of the book, Are You Sure You Want Relationship? Are You Sure You Want One? Here's the thing we you're going to learn something today. You're going to learn about a process to simplify your life, about how to relax, how to relax and make some decisions regarding your life that can uncomplicate things. You're going to feel something. You're going to feel what Brendan went through, through the turmoil and changes that he went through, and just feeling terrible about himself, to feeling a lot better about himself, and then also using his experience to be helpful to you. When you come back on the other side of the interview, we're going to talk about some practical ways, about something you can do about it yourself, how you can facilitate a change in your life, to relax and to change. Our guest today, Brendan Watt, He blogs at brendanwatt.com. Let's get into our conversation with Brendan Watt right now. Brandon Watt is with us today. He has an outrageous demand in his life to expand his life and to help others to facilitate them to have an incredible life and he is involved with Access Consciousness as a facilitator and has the book Relationships Are You Sure You Want One? He's going to give us some great insight today on how to make good choices for change. We welcome to Beyond Adversity, Brandon Watt.
1: Thank you, Brad. Thank you for having
0: me. It's awesome to have you with us here today. You've got quite an incredible uh, background and history and the things that you offer to people in uh, to help them facilitate change in their life. However, I know that uh, most of the folks I talk to here on Beyond Adversity have their own story of transformation and change that's been facilitated by some form of, adver- of adversity or pain. And I believe that's the case with you, Brandon. Tell us a little bit about your background story, how you... Uh, Uh, facilitated some, how you dealt with some adversity in your life and which led you to what you're doing now.
1: Yeah. Um, I grew up in Australia and I didn't grow up in the nicest of, of environments. There was a lot of abuse when I was a kid and then the physical abuse and sexual abuse. And there was, you know, we had no money. And so, so life was interesting from early on. And, and going through life, starting school and then high school, it was, I was always getting bullied and basically I was just trying to find where I fit and life was not working for me. And it never did. And it it didn't matter how much I hid or how much of me I tried to give up, it just wouldn't work. And so I did the, I did the relationship, you know, and I've got a son now I've got a 17 year old son thinking that that was what I was supposed to do. And I, I, Um, became a tradesman in Australia. I started a company as a tiler and thought that that was what I was supposed to do and that didn't work. And, um, you know, and I was just choosing my life based on what everybody was telling me I should choose it as and could not find any happiness anywhere. Even with money, I, I was like, well, once I get money, I'll be happy. And I remember one day having um, the idea that once I get $10,000 in the bank, I'll be happy then remember the day that I got that $10,000 in the bank and I went, I'm still depressed. And I basically got mm-hmm. to a point when I was 29, so 11 years ago, um, I got to a point where I just wanted to give up. I had I I was, I'd just about run out of hope. I'd gotten to a point where I just went, I don't want to live anymore. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I don't have me. I'm depressed. I, I just had no way out of it. And it was one day I just went, you know what? I need help universe, whatever, whatever is out there, please. Because I've got nothing left. I've got nothing left to give. I've got nothing left to wake up for. And the next day I found this little ad in the paper and it said, all of life comes to me with ease, joy and glory. Call Mel. And I was like, what, what is that? And that's when I found access consciousness and I found this, um, the first session that I got done was something called the access bars and it was this body process. And, and this girl ran this body process on me and asked me a bunch of questions. And, and after, after that, I, I just remember having this peace in my world again, something had changed and I didn't know what it was. And I realized that I wanted to keep going. Like it was that I had that tiny and as very tiny as it was, spark again. And from that point I've just I've just kept going. Like I just haven't given in, haven't given up, haven't quit, and and I've kept going and going and going in the life that I have today. If if somebody would have shown me this eleven years ago and said you could get to this by making different choices and by the tools and the processes that I use to change, I there's no way in the world I would have believed it. I would have thought you were crazy. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, crazy things happen sometimes and sound like you were basically, you know, at the end of your rope, you were at a really bad place in life and and stuck and stuck. And a lot of folks find themselves stuck or in bad places in life with uh, depression or when adverse life conditions happen to them and you found yourself there. But you you said a key thing there that I think I want to go with you on a little bit here, Brandon, and that is. Choices. You said you made some choices. You chose to follow up on the ad in the paper and to follow the process. Unpack a little bit more about some of the acts or actions or choices and the follow-up of the choices that you made that helped you continue on this progression of uh, advancing through your adverse life situation to, as you said, now you have the life you would not have dreamed of 11 years ago. What are some of the choices that you made and actions that you took? Well,
1: before, so before this moment that I talked about when I just wanted to give up hope, I just wanted to give in. And at that stage in my life, I didn't have any, I didn't recognize that my choices were creating my life and I was doing victim. I was going, well, I'd have no money because I grew up poor and I'm depressed because of all this abuse. And I have no confidence because, you know, because of the, I had an excuse for everything. And Also, like there's a lot of things that go on in this world that shouldn't happen. I get that. And there's a lot of things that went on in my life that shouldn't have happened. But I was still doing this thing of going, well, I can't be happy and I can't be successful. And when I went to my, it was the first seminar that I went to with Access Consciousness. And Gary Douglas, the founder, he was facilitating. And he said, this thing that just was, it turned on a light in my world. He said, everything that's showing up in your life today and everything you are is based on the choices that you've made. And I went, what? And I realized that I was just, I realized, like I said, that I was just being the victim. And when he said that, I went, okay, because I'm extremely pragmatic. Once I get something and it's changing, then I'm going to go, okay, that works. I'm going to explore what's beyond this. And when he said that, I went, okay, so if I've created the past 29 years with the choices that I've made, what if I started making some different choices? And I did. And from that moment forward, my life on a daily basis was changing from the choices. Like I would usually wake up and go, I hate myself, I'm depressed, to I'd wake up and go, okay, that's what I chose yesterday. Who am I today? And I would started reinventing myself with the choices that I was making. And it was it was quite shocking how much in that first, probably the first month was such an acknowledgement of choice for me and how much it creates our lives, because I'd gone from one thing to completely on a different journey based on the choices that I was making. So that was, that was a big gift for me. And, and to this day, right now, I know that if I'm um whatever's showing up in my life, there's some choice I'm making to create it. So the thing that I'm really grateful for is I know I'm I'm in control. I'm in charge of my life. I'm driving this thing. It's, it's showing up because I'm the one driving it. So if I'm driving it into a brick wall, flat out, then I'm the one driving it into the brick wall. And I've got, it's taken me out yeah. of this. It's taken me out of being a victim and taken me into, okay, what would I like my life to be like?
0: Mm. I hear you saying a few things here, Brandon. One of them is the, <clears throat> the uh the choice of not uh, of uh, submi- being submission submitted to a sense of that you're out of control that things are out of control yeah. the sense that you do have some control in your life by the choices that you make and the choice you made among others was some uh self affirmations and some Self talk that was of a positive nature, rather than to defeat us, negative nature. And so, I think that's a lesson that we can learn from what you've shared here. The choices, because we make a bad choice too. People make bad choices all, all well, the I time, make, right? I make People thousands make of them on a daily.
1: I make thousands of them daily still. Because yeah. that—that was the other thing that yes, stopped, yes. that stopped me was it's I was always trying to find the right choice. So I wasn't making any choices, you know. So my life was not moving because I was trying to find the right choice to make and that's what I see a lot of us do rather than just making the choice and see what I've learned is every choice creates an awareness you get some awareness from it and what shows up from that choice and when we don't have to do well that's how do I find how do I do not the wrong choice and how do I just do the right choice then with the freedom that you get to actually choose gives you the freedom to explore who you are and to to just you know, go through life as this more of a joyful um, learning of you than this avoidance of getting it wrong or yeah. not being right.
0: Well, you, what you touched on there, I think, is a real key thing. You talked about the choices you make to be aware, because there are some people who really don't want to make a choice. If life makes choices yeah. for them because they want to be numb. They want to be, you know, incapacitated. They want others to make choices for them. And like you said, eventually, bam, you're going to hit a brick wall or something. Bad's yeah. going to happen. That's adversity. It happens to everybody, no matter how, you know, how what our circumstances are. Bad things happen to us, and how you handle it makes all the difference. Yeah. I want to talk to you for a second, uh, Brendan, about what is a um, a factor beyond self in this. What I mean by that is, when we first started our conversation, you're talking about kind of what the things happen to you, and that's kind of a uh, a, a approach to things that's a little bit self-absorbed, kind of a poor me. This is my life. da-da-da-da-da. But I think uh, I would like to talk, for you to speak a little bit to anything that is that you connected to, to that's greater than self. Uh, that might be a spiritual connection. It might be meditation. It might be a religious uh, viewpoint. Uh, how has anything kind of a beyond yourself, a kind of a spiritual nature, been a part of the process for you? of uh, you know, obviously you've transformed from, you know, kind of a sad set guy to a guy who's having a lot of joy in life. Yeah. How how's this thing of beyond yourself been a part of this process?
1: Uh, well, with the tools of access consciousness, I mean, one of the targets, well, the biggest target for us is to create more consciousness on the planet. And for, you know, for a lot of people, it's like, okay, what is consciousness? Well, our definition of it is consciousness includes everything and everyone. And judges nothing and no one. And so for me, the, I guess the awareness that we are all part of something greater and we are all part of oneness while also being us, you know. So for, it's not about, you know, giving up you to be this sense of connected to everyone and everything. It's the more, for me, the more that I've just given into um given up the control basically of going my life needs to show up in this certain way because that's the other thing that stops us from choosing is as soon as we go well my life needs to show up like this and we have a result in mind we've just taken our universal choice that we have available basically down to a tiny little menu and so for me the more i've just gone and asked for help like and from from the universe and gone, consciousness universe can you show me what else is possible with this and been in question. Then the more my life has started showing up, uh, in the, in ways that you could never imagine. And one of the things that I've learned is it never shows up the way you think it's going to It it, it just doesn't. Yeah. And, you know, cause you right. will, you'll, you'll expect it has to show up this way. And, and this is exactly what it's going to look like. It never does, you know, for any of us. Wow. And so for me, this um, this connection that I have and that I like to ask for more and more and more is if if we could receive from a whole universe, then what else would be possible in our lives rather than trying to compress ourselves into this shell of, well, I don't like for me, what I did was I didn't want to be abused anymore. So how many walls do I need mm. to put up around myself to protect myself from the world? But that's how I was living my life. Sure. You know, I wasn't, I couldn't let, I wasn't willing to let me out. So I wasn't willing to let anything else in. So the, the more I got through that, sure. The more just, I, I want to say magic, my life, the more magical my life became, and it still does.
0: Sure. I love what you say on your, uh, on your website. Um, a phrase that focuses on on the word relax. You say relax into the change, relax into your choices, relax into you and to me when you kind of uh, surrender as it were to consciousness to something greater than yourself, spiritual Mm -hmm. life, whatever you want to call it that helps to free us up from all that other stuff we have experienced and so, tell us a more about this whole concept that you have mentioned here on your website, at least about relax. What does that mean to people you teach and so on?
1: And I'll, I'll be, um, I'll, I'll dob on myself here and tell you that I'm only just starting to get this one. Um, cause okay. for me, it was always like I, I'd always been the trying to do this thing of control. If I can control everything, then I can then I can make sure it shows up in a certain way so that I can I can have it that way. And for me, the relaxation comes from the ability to receive. So <clears throat> um, if you, like we were talking about with this thing of like giving, you know, putting your walls down and actually going, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start receiving from something outside of me. For example, for me, it was consciousness is, consciousness exists in everything. So I was like, okay, so what would that be like? And the more I've been willing to get out of control in my life and not have to have it show up a certain way, the more I've been able to relax into allowing my life to show up in a certain way. And that it's such a, like, because for a lot of people, they would look at relaxation and go, okay, what is that? You know, sitting around watching TV all day. Well, might include that. But yeah the, the relaxation comes from this if you don't have to know that your day that your day or the year or the future or your say your relationship or your friendships have to be a certain way, then how much greater can they get? And this is my life has gotten greater and greater based on this because the more I've gotten out of control the more I've let everything contribute to it, the more my relationships get better. My, you know, everything in my life gets better, but it doesn't have to show up a certain way. And the more I just get to go, you know, like if you take out of the, if you take out of the equation, it has to show up like this, how much already does your world just go, oh, wow, that's a whole lot easier. Like I don't have to focus on this 24 seven and make it show up the way I've decided it should show up. And so for me, that's been the relaxation, is the just yeah. allowing things to be what they are and not expecting anyone or anything to be different. And that's what I see a lot of us do is we go, well, this person should be this, or this should be this. And we we expect things to be a certain way, which which creates this, well, first of all, it creates a judgment that anything should be a way just because you want it to be that certain way. But then also it creates that separation, which doesn't allow you to – and definitely hasn't allowed me in the past to receive something beyond it. So it's just
0: yeah. – I love what you
2: – Yeah. I'm
0: sorry. I just love what you said about how the the relaxation has to do with what we receive. Yeah. Because I think for some of us, they we, we uh, misconstrue relaxation as kind of zoning out. You know, yeah. you might sit for the TV for hours or you might just – you know, some people dive into a bottle of alcohol, whatever it is, to, that. to give the uh, the the, <laughs> the facade of of uh, relaxation. Yeah. It's not really that. Yeah. You know, you're talking about receiving. So, yeah. Well, you said about you know, you tried that, and you've tried so, a few things, and you mentioned about how you had difficulties with uh, abuse or whatever it was growing up, and you mentioned alcohol and so on. These are different adversities that people face, of course, and. Yeah. We have good and I want to talk to you about relationships now for just a minute, Brendan, okay. about positive relationships and compared to negative relationships. You know, you've you mentioned about experiencing some negative relationships, some that depletes us of our energy. Yeah. Tell us about the importance of uh, positive relationships, either with uh, mentors or cohorts or friends or family or others, or perhaps even virtually It uh, might be a book of a classic, how our relationships play a part in uh, transformation and the choices that we make.
1: Yeah, well, I would say like for a lot of people, it's like we look to our relationships as some um, source for the creation of our lives. Like for me, what I did was as long as I can get my relationship right, then I'll be happy. But it was always this expectation that the relationship was going to was going to basically fulfill some need for me that I couldn't fulfill for myself. So that created just from day one, that created this expectation of this and the need of this relationship. But what I've found is the more I've been willing to have one with myself, the greater every relationship in my life has gotten because it wasn't done from need. Now it was done from total gratitude. Like I, I have friends in my life now that don't judge me and I if you would have said that that was a possibility to me 11 years ago I would have thought you were nuts crazy because mm-hmm. it's like to have people in your life that truly care about you like that is well I've had these people in my life for the last 11 years but it's only been recently that I've started liking myself so much that I've allowed myself to receive that caring and yeah <clears throat> if- and therefore, that's been, therefore you become
0: a little more, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead,
1: no, I was just
0: it's just, a little more lovable, you'm yeah. sorry I keep talking to her as, I was just gonna say you become a little more lovable to them as well, the more you love yourself,
1: yeah, right, but it's like none of us have been well, not none of us, but very few of us have been taught to actually really like like ourselves, you know i didn't I didn't like myself at all growing up, yeah. like i I truly when I found. When I took this step 11 years ago, when I started looking for change, I basically hated myself. And and it's just, it's not much fun to live that way.
0: Well, let's talk now for a minute, uh, Brendan, about now transforming your experiences into what you offer to others, for instance, and how maybe some of the practices or habits or processes that you've learned can apply to other people. I know you're with a group called Access Consciousness. Tell us a bit about what that's about in terms of what people can learn from you and your experience, or maybe learn from processes that you've learned. I want to talk about now about the, kind of the cognitive piece: how we apply what we've learned to help others.
1: Yeah, well, it's like I a, like a, um I've talked about a lot with with things that I've done. I. I Uh, Now I'm at a point where I'm so grateful for my life because I have so much to draw upon that I've gotten through and, and still getting through because that's the other thing is life is never a completion. It is. There's all, if you desire to be greater, if you desire, you know what, I'd like to be greater today than I was yesterday. And you're never, you're never done. You're never going to stop. You're going to keep striving and and seeking more. And so the, the, well, a couple of things is, one of the things that we do and that I found really different with access consciousness was it was about empowering me to know what I know. It wasn't, here's the answer, which is what I'd found with so many other um, modalities or, or, um, or like self growth and personal help and stuff like that. It was like, it was always about, here's the answer. And I was looking for an answer. So at the time it was good. But when I realized that the only thing that was going to truly make my future sustainable was that I would need to be the creator of it. When I realized that I knew things that I was, that basically I was in, I'm, I was untapping what I knew. And when I started, so the first process with this that we we look at is basically you've got to start living from the question. So rather than, okay, this is how this is. So you start changing the energy of your life from all of these conclusions that you're using to run your life and wondering why it's showing up exactly the way that you think it's going to show up. is because our point of view creates our reality. So this with the question, it starts shifting that. And then with that, I mean, we've got, We've got so much stuff, we have free stuff everywhere, you know, of different facilitators talking about the way that tools that they've used to get through things and to that there's always something greater beyond any. There's always another possibility available. So, But the biggest thing, like I said, was that I had to start not relying on everybody else for the right answer, not relying on everybody else to tell me the life I should live, but going, you know what, What's true for me? What would I like to create my life as and and creating that and I still every day is a, is an adventure for me because I'm like, "Oh okay, so there's this i'd like to have this, and this. you know so it's always it's just so much more joyful now because I know that I can create me every day
0: awesome, that's awesome. well, tell us about uh what I'm looking for now. Brandon is an example of someone you've either worked with or a group perhaps, but I want to hear about, you know, you you were a facilitator, as you mentioned, with a group called Access Consciousness. And you have your own books and podcasts and so on, uh-huh. but tell us a bit of, about, of a story where maybe someone you've worked with has had some sort of a transformation or transition from being kind of stuck or whatever terminology you want to use to a better place. Can you give us an example of uh, a person you've worked with? Yeah,
1: I'm trying to pinpoint one now because there's been thousands. Well, there was one lady that I, I worked with last year. I think it was last year, and she'd had a lot of abuse in her life. And basically, like I talked about before, was just compressed and thought she was wrong and that it was her fault and that she'd brought it upon herself and she was living her life that way. And she couldn't get out of it. She tried everything and couldn't find a way out of it. And with getting her to see that the abuse wasn't personal, that she was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, and people abuse people because they can, not because there's anything wrong with you. And we got through all of these different things that, you know, that were there for her and all these places that she'd stuck herself in time, you know, she'd stuck herself still in that kid's world that was there being abused and watching her just go wow it's that wasn't my fault and there's nothing wrong with me and start expanding her her world and then you know to see her later on when I see things like that I'm like oh I'm that is what brings me the most joy in this world it's somebody to go from thinking there is no hope to going oh, wow, none of that was actually my fault and I'm not wrong and maybe I am on this planet right now to be a gift and maybe I am different and that's okay. To see that, I'm like, oh, yes, let's, yes, please. yeah,
0: Let's have more of that. It's a privilege. It's a privilege, and it's a joy, and there's really yeah. not much better than being a part, yeah. some right. part to play in a life, in a life uh, transformed. Yeah. And that's Brilliant. a part of what you're about now. You had, you've had your life transformed by your experiences, and you're in, in, in the process now of helping others. Tell us a little bit about how people can get connected to you, learn about the programs you're involved with, and of uh, how you could be helpful to them. How can people, can people connect to Brendan?
1: Um, so you, the podcast that that I have one um, one choice from change would be a good start. Um, you can find that on my website, which is brandonwatt.com. But so that, but also um, accessconsciousness.com. And like I said, we've got thousands and thousands of videos online from all different types of people from any topic, basically relationship through addiction, through abuse, through finances, business, all of it. So um, check it out. And, and the other thing is One of the things that I'm grateful for is I know that if I can get through it, even still now, you know, getting greater, I'm like, I get it. I really get it. I get that there's days where you just don't want to keep going, but please know that there is something else possible.
0: I want to thank Brendan Watt from brendanwatt.com for being our guest today on Beyond the Adversity. I hope you heard that you learned some things about this whole process of how we get caught up in the complicated matters of life and how we can then make choices to access our conscious self to make decisions that can change things for ourselves, simplify things. You heard you learned about what that was about and you felt and you heard his story, his emotional story and how he's been helpful to other people. But let's talk for a minute about what you can do about it. That's what we're all about here on the Beyond Adversity podcast. What can you learn? What can you feel and what can you do? What you can do is boils down to one word, relax. The way Brendan puts it is relax into change, relax into your choices, relax into you. Perhaps a little bit easier said than done, but it can be done. And if you head over to Brendan Watt's website, brendanwatt.com, there are exercises and process and programs and resources there to help you do just that. Relax. Here at the Beyond the Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. We give you all kinds of tools and choices and processes in order to help you to navigate adversity in your life. I have a doctorate in transformational leadership myself, and I teach things about a process that I have. We have lots of guests on the podcast, over 170 episodes that you can access at drbradmiller.com, of people who have, have a process of overcoming adversity, overcoming depression, overcoming divorce, overcoming disease or debt, or even death and coming to a place of peace, prosperity, and purpose. I hope that you can join us every week when we delve into this process of helping people to grow through what they go through. So until next time, friends, I'm Dr. Brad Miller. I want to encourage you and share with you that you can do this. You really can. And to know that you can always do this as you continue to do all the good that you can.